Greetings to everyone out there, and today is a special episode. I will be talking to you all about a story that Deep in Space was once a toy. Once upon a time, there was a toy, a actual live human being toy that we all don't know of if he's actually a toy or a man. Toy boy, boy toy, you, you name it. Today, we're reviewing a Pixar movie that is finally on the big screen. After three Pixar movies, courtesy of Bob Sheck dumping all of them to Disney Plus, from Soul to Luca to Turning Red, but not this time, says Bob Sheck. This time, we are putting it on the big screen. And there it was. To infinity and beyond. And I mean it, we got Lightyear. Finally out on the big screen, and I got to see it today. And that was Monday, June 20th. By the time I upload this the next day. But yes, so um I got to see this movie. And it was a good long-winded Pixar movie to finally see ever since Toy Story 4. That was my last Pixar movie I saw on the big screen. And I'm not gonna lie, Pixar movies are quite enjoyable for the families and Thank God I got to actually see it. And I, I never even looked down at Pixar movies like that. Because honestly, they really bring the joy and they bring like the heart and all. So, Father and Dad, we actually got a, another Pixar movie that is deservable on the big screen. And that is Pixar's Lightyear. So, let's go ahead and talk about the movie real quick. So, um, let's put this real quick and uh, in serious discussion. Is this... A origin story of Buzz Lightyear, or is it just a made-up, imaginable Pixar movie that Disney decides to like really make up and try to like create some kind of character characterization to a character like Buzz Lightyear? I'm gonna have to say a fifty-fifty because. We never got the full story on if this is, like, a real origin or not, even though it does relate to how the character is. But I would say the the tone of this movie is somewhat different than how, it's, how the character is from the Toy Story movies. Lightyear has, like, a mild tone that isn't dark, but it's actually, like not bad as I anticipated. So, I have to say, the tone is alright for this movie, and the question to that point is, like, somehow unexplainable. It just gives us, like, they just gave us what we didn't expect, and honestly, I'm actually okay with this either way, because I thought it's gonna be a Pixar movie that Disney's bringing us that's from Toy Story, and somehow, it is not a Toy Story movie. It is a story-driven character movie. That is a spinoff. So, there we got. There we go. We got Lightyear. Instead of Woody. Woody the Cowboy. That's unfortunate. And I'm hoping we get a movie of him soon, but... Eh, we'll see. We'll see. But, um... Let's go in and talk about the goods on this movie, though. So, I actually found this movie pretty fun. I'm not gonna lie. A Pixar movie like this is always enjoyable. So... This is a traditional Pixar I like, so this is what Pixar's really has to offer. Heart, emotional, joy, and humor. And I have to say, 
this is something I have my expectations on for a Pixar, even with the tone different in Toy Story. It still brings up in here. So honestly, that's a great thing. Disney kept its words and how to make Pixar movies just right. So this is great. Honestly, I honestly love what they kept and how they make these movies pretty good. So heart, emotional joy, and humor were, of course, the greatest parts of this movie. And I have to agree with any kind of aspect of every Pixar movies out there. Whatever it's live action or any kind of anime, any, any kind of Pixar movie will serve up to be all that. So that's what I also enjoyed. So um, what I also enjoy were the concept of this movie. And I have to say, this is what we all expect what Buzz Lightyear is all about. Space-drivenly, wild, fun, entertaining film. Outer space. And it, it's great to see this concept of Lightyear's own story, where it all takes place. Be not nowhere near Earth, but this is somewhere beyond the Fallen Our Stars way, because I don't know why I said that, but I just thought it'd be funny to bring this up. But it's not the Fallen Our Stars. <laughs> it's not. But um, this is somewhere beyond into the distant galaxy world of Star Wars. Yeah, sure. But. Honestly, the concept feels just right with this movie, and it's interesting. I have to say, it's really entertaining to see the concept of drivenly outer space world of Buzz Lightyear's own story, and this is great. I honestly find the concept pretty good and matching. So, this is something pretty good I like to point out there. And now, I want to go over the um, voices of the movie, and... There's only two that I'm particularly going to praise. First of all, we should have got Tim Allen because he was the most important Buzz Lightyear voice actor of all time. But instead, we got somebody beyond Captain America himself. We got Chris Evans having to voice Buzz Lightyear. And what are my thoughts to him voicing as Buzz Lightyear? I'd say it was all right. I'm going to be honest, Tim Allen was all, is definitely missed throughout people and nostalgia. That's, what, that's what's really missing on this movie. And I could say more about that. Like, did they really replace Tim Allen? God knows. I don't know. I really don't know if that's the case. And I'm not sure if this was really urgent to do so. I'm not sure why they re really put Tim Allen off the sidelines and just get somebody new like Chris Evans. But after looking at the movie, I'd say he was great. He was all right to voicing Lightyear. And I guess with the tone, of course, it seemed all right. So honestly, I think that's why they try to, like, cast someone different to see who can, like, cap has the capability to voicing a iconic character in a serious tone manner like that. So I'm also all right with Chris Evans in this movie, really. I got no complaints. But moving on. Uh... Another voice actress, yeah, it's an actress. Um, one of them, I find her so impressive. I even got to know her name because her movie. Okay, first of all, she's known from an iconic show that wasn't popular back in the day, and I saw when I was a kid. But remembering the name and remembering the fame she's got, that female, that fame, I'm talking about, Kiki Palmer, and she voiced incredible as Izzy who happens to be the granddaughter of 
Also, shit, I don't know. I forgot, but clearly she voices one of the characters in the movie that impressed me by eyes and voice. And honestly, Kiki Palmer, I'm just looking forward to see her next movie. It's, the reason I'm talking about her is because her movie, Nope, which comes out next month, by the way, I'm very, very excited. Nope is actually one of my top 10 anticipated films and like most anticipated July release. I'm looking forward to see how she nails the role next movie. But then she's got the opportunity to voicing a character in Lightyear and the chemistry between Evans as well. I find it so good. And I I haven't even complained on their their scripting and screenplay whatsoever. I thought it's pretty all right and I thought it was well done. So Kiki Palmer really deserved mo- mo- a lot of the credit too. And I have to say, it's pretty great. I liked her in the movie a lot, efficiently. So, um, yeah. So Chris Evans and Kiki Palmer really had my eyes to the voicing. So Chris Evans was, he was all right. And now we're going on to the nostalgic factor. Because what makes Toy Story nostalgic with Buzz Lightyear to infinity and beyond? That's the nostalgia right there that is relied on. Just the catchphrase of that. That's like mostly important. And then we also got a another character who happens to be the iconic enemy and nemesis to Buzz Lightyear. And Emperor Zurg happens to show up in the movie. And that's a big, big factor too. Because he was in Toy Story, if I'm not mistaken. I think Toy Story 2 or 1, I'm not sure. But he does serve the part of the nemesis to Buzz Lightyear. So... That's a nostalgic factor right there, I like to say right there. That's great. But now, um, we want to go over to the bad. So um, this Pixar movie, not perfect. Not everyone can think it's a perfect... I'm not saying this is unfair, but, you know, it's, it is what it is. So um, the only issue... One of the issues I had with this movie, however, was the plot. The plot was something that I thought it was going to be from, like, you know, when I watched the trailers of the movie first, it was like, yeah, it had a lot of nostalgic and it had a lot of goosebumps to me when I watched the trailer. Because honestly, I thought the premise wouldn't be so bad, but then it turned out to be something else I thought. I just didn't think it was something else. Clearly, the plot is a little surprisingly weird, but uh, what can you do? But then there's also the climax that's wasn't the hypest part of the movie as I thought and then something surprising too at the climax was also kind of surprising to the point where I was like turned off by that and that's one of the issues I had with that movie unfortunately so yeah so the plot and climax kind of went under the bridge on that unfortunately but I honestly think it could have done better like I can't think of one Pixar movie that's so perfect I never watched so many of them but one of them I only watched was Toy Story, Ratatouille. I think Ratatouille counts as a Pixar. And I just think this could have been something else, as I thought. But what can you do, honestly? What can you do? But uh, that's going to be the bad. So that's like two major things I only have with this movie. And that's about that. So the plot and climax were like the only issues. But then... I had a lot of more of the good to this movie because I had a lot of faith in this Pixar film. So it's overall funny, heartful, emotional, yet joyful, story-driven, outer-spaced, fun film focusing on a story-driven character of Buzz Lightyear. The voices were great. Kiki 
Chris were awesome. The concept and the nostalgic factor were all there in Buzz Lightyear. And, you know, that's one of the kids expecting to see just a toy having these moments. And a toy character, again, it's a raw feed. It's a raw feed. Toy boy, man boy, toy boy. You know what? It's Kids would like to see a man or a toy. It won't matter. It's a Lightyear movie. Every kid that remember the name want to go see it and... They'll be they'll be onto this movie pretty well because they know the name, they know Toy Story, they would love this movie. So technically speaking, I think this would be great for the fans. This movie is definitely for the general, maybe yeah, for the families, of course. But then you also got more of the Toy Story button. Excuse me, you got a lot to the Buzz Lightyear fans that many peop, many many fans want to go see and want to check this. So if you're a Buzz Lightyear fan. I highly recommend you checking this out. If you happen to be a family or a Pixar family fan that you want to find another Pixar movie, I mean, this is for you. So this can go both ways to general Pixar, Buzz Lightyear, Toy Story fans. It will serve up pretty well. So overall, that is an 8 out of 10 movie. I have to say it was pretty fun. Pretty, pretty fun. Alright guys, so that is my review for Buzz Lightyear, or Pixar's Lightyear, unfortunately. I want to get down to this topic real quick because this is something very important that caught to my attention on this movie. Well, not to the movie, I'm sorry. There was an issue with the performance of the box office, and that is a huge rising question I really want to go over besides this movie itself. I thought it's great. Honestly, I had a fun time watching that movie. I, my little brother and his friend, we, I went to go see. They had a great time watching this, and they even agreed me on this whole plot climax issue that they didn't find interesting enough, but they still had a great time watching this, honestly, and I agree. But those weren't the issues, however, to the box office performance because we are about to go over some deep, deep majorizing issue with this movie. So, box office. This is a raw feed. We're doing a live. So here we go. We're going to do top five here because, you know, top five is concernable to me. So we're going to go from five to one. So here we go. Number five, Bob's Burger movie made 1.7 down 52.4%. Doctor Strange, number four in the Multiverse of Madness made 4.4 down 14.7%. And Doc... Now we're going to top three and two movies still have major legs. And one movie, unfortunately, had its fallout upsets. So number three, Top Gun Maverick made $44 million down 15.1 in its fourth weekend. Very, very small drop. Could it impact that movie, though? Sorry, I mean, could it impact Pixar? Because we're not looking at Top Gun here, so... Number two, sorry. Let's go with that. Number two, Lightyear. This movie had its projection to 70 to 105. Unfortunately, fell under that water. Lightyear has made $50.5 million in its first weekend. And does anyone want to guess what number one is? Jurassic World Dominion. Unfortunately, took that 
Crown Pixar Way. Down $59.1 million and down 59.3% in its second weekend. And that is your top five. So what am I talking about here exactly? Let's ignore number four and number five. Doctor Strange and Bosberger are at exactly top five, number four and number five. So we're going to ignore those because they don't have nothing to do with impacting Lightyear. Because Doctor Strange just came out already so many weeks and it's first May. Obviously, the, do- the hype is already dying for it and the movie is not even great to many. So, And then Bob's Burger, it's already going to become a streaming thing once July hits, I guess. But let's go on to the impacts. What made Lightyear underperform at the box office? Because this is concerning to me because I feel bad. I feel so damn bad. I thought Pixar had a shot at like making big bones, big legs. You know, I think this movie will have legs overall. It has to be. But if we're talking about how big a Pixar movie will make, like Toy Story, because Toy Story 3 and 4, if I remember, made over $100 million opening weekend. And they was huge. Because as Toy Story got popular and famous, those movies somehow have grown a lot of numbers and became billion dollars. But a movie like Lightyear, however, it is not a Toy Story movie. Just to point this out, it is not a Toy Story. There's no Woody, there's no Jesse, there's no Andy. There's none of these people from Toy Story into Lightyear. All there is is Buzz Lightyear, and there's a bunch of characters that I don't know if they're going to become, like, action figures or something from, like, the character, Except Emperor Zerg. Yeah, Emperor Zerg's in this movie, but, like, the other characters, they're completely new to this whole origin to Buzz Lightyear. But that could be one of the factors, and especially that no one even wanted a Toy Story-driven Buzz Lightyear movie, that could probably impact one of the factors. It could be a minor, it could be a major, but it could be a minor to me. To me, it's a minor, but let's go on to another reason why. So, number one is Jurassic World. Number three is Top Gun. Now, Buzz Lightyear, no, I mean, sorry, Lightyear opened up June 17th, and Father's Day happened on June 19th. And unfortunately, Top Gun Maverick took away a lot of the audiences for Father's Day. And I can't believe I'm going to just say this. That is crazy. I did not think... Okay, look. Top Gun is a dad's movie. Just to point this out, it's generally a dad's movie that sons take their dads, their grandfather, you know. They will take their elders and older men to watch Top Gun and... It somehow took away half of those crowds, but not that. But there's another movie, Jurassic World Dominion, happens to take that rain off Lightyear and took away that. So Father's Day was a huge impact competition-wise to that weekend. And unfortunately, Lightyear came down to below that. And that's what took away most of that. It's pretty damning. Especially too many movies at the moment. You got Top Gun. You got Jurassic. Those were the huge facts 
that took away mostly that. And it's crazily unfortunate that this movie had to really face so much competition and pressure. And, you know, I thought Pixar movies could end up doing beating, you know, I thought Top Gun wasn't going to lose a lot of its legs because it's still brand new. The word of mouth is still crazy. Jurassic World still brand new. The word of mouth is decent, at least, especially from the audiences, not from the reviews counting. And it's still performed well. And yet it's still drawing a lot of legs to this movie. Crazy somehow that it completely somehow took away half the families or something. Look, there's another reason why I would have go over this. And it's something obvious. So if we got, if, if, if a toy st- if it's not the Toy Story movie that people thought it is, if it's not Andy, if it's not Top Gun and Jurassic World, what could it be? Oh, I know. I know what the hell that is, and it's fucking stupid. It's so fucking stupid that it could be that factor. I don't think anything has been mentioned, but it's in the back of my mind. It's always one thing. Disney Plus. And no, it was not on date and date. It was only in theaters. Yes. Bob Shag did the right thing and put his Toy Story character-driven Buzz Lightyear on the big screen only in theaters. For God knows how long, 30, 45 days, because one Disney movie was only in theaters for 30 days, which was on Kanto. That didn't have enough box office power, but almost made $100 million domestically. That kind of disappointed that somehow. And then it was bigger on Disney Plus somehow, even if it's not a Pixar movie. But it's so damning that families, parents... That have Disney Plus just assumed Buzz Lightyear's own movie is going to be on Disney Plus. And here's the thing, though. Disney's marketing on that movie started out in November. They put out a teaser trailer for that movie. And I thought this was a right opportunity to put the word that there's a Buzz Lightyear movie coming out this summer, that summer of 2022. And believe me, I, I think I thought this was going to make Toy Story num- numbers, but that didn't be the case, however. I think it's the whole point that they thought it's going to be on Disney+. Plus. I think that's why, because the, the Bob Shrek was probably deciding it was going to be on Disney+, Plus or in theaters, or date and date. And considering that Soul, Luca... We're on Disney Plus due to the pandemic, and Turning Red was somehow going to be a theatrical release, but then Bob Shek changes his mind and put it on Disney Plus. Stupid, 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 stupid. And then months before release, they decided, yeah, let's put this on the big screen. Let's put Lightyear where everyone can enjoy. And unfortunately, so many people think it's going to be on Disney Plus, and God, this is so freaking stupid. I, I... it disgraces me because I bet they were just sitting their asses at home waiting until it comes on Disney Plus. I mean, come on. Oh, my God. It's upsetting. It's so upsetting. It's disgusting. Oh, because let me all remind you, streamings don't make profits enough for Disney. Box offices do, in my opinion, because it... why? Why does this like, oh, my God, it's 
It's so upsetting. It could be that major factor. Besides, besides Father's Day weekend when Top Gun draws those people and dads and Jurassic World still is brand new and it's still take, taking big legs, especially that the reviews don't damn the movie. It's still picking up a summer blockbuster numbers. And a Pixar movie like that, unfortunately, didn't live the hype and expectations. I mean, damn. Because... Animated movies are one of those mo are one of the perks of genres that is hard to bring families back. But <clears throat> Sing Two, when Spider Man No Way Home came out, it may got the families out. But then when Sing Two came out, a lot of families showed up. Despite the Ormer concert, a lot of families turned up to that movie and performed dominantly. Even with Spider Man No Way Home taking over, it's pretty impressive. So that is one of those anime movies that isn't Disney, but a lot of families showed up to that movie. So kudos to the Universal and their releases. Honestly, Sing 2 was well-deserved. I wish I saw it in theaters. I wish, but it did not have the back of my mind somehow. I'll watch it somehow. But if we're going to count... Okay, look. Actually, no. It is not an anime movie, but Sonic the Hedgehog 2 came out in April and drawn... So much families back to theaters way more than seeing and it had the highest opening weekend for a video game, but yet a family fun movie over $72 million. That doesn't count for an anime movie again, but it counted counted to be a family fun movie. And I thought Lightyear as it's coming out is going to break beyond to infinity beyond, but it did not go well as their mission as its mission did. Unfortunately, that has to be the head had to have flaws and facts factors. So it didn't make above Sonic. It did not make below. The, okay, look, it made below that, but it didn't. And didn't make what Box Office Pro thought it did. Again, the projections were like, were projecting seventy to one hundred five million dollar opening weekend, but unfortunately, it fell under under the water. So I really want to point this out. It's really damning to see a Pixar movie underperforming because Disney Plus, many movies at the moment that it has like a lot of blockbusting power legs, Top Gun, Jurassic, and because, wow, I don't even know what to say, but it's just damningly upsetting right now because it sucks. It sucks right now. I don't know what to fucking say, but it's stupid. I feel bad, and I, it, this movie is so well done. I, I don't even think it was, I don't think the reviews weren't strong, though. It's not because of that. It didn't perform, it didn't perform like that because of the reviews. The reviews were fine. It's just, families chose to, like, keep their kids from seeing their favorite iconic character or toy that they have when they're kids even when growing in like in 2010 and just made them wait till Disney plus comes for it. What the fuck, man? What kind of sanity shit is that? Oh my God. I don't even know what to say. It's so damning. I think it's more of a majority factor along with its competition. So honestly, it may not be a toy story film and not may not have Tim Allen voicing Buzz Lightyear than what could be a fact, but it's so crazy, man. It's nuts. Oh my god. I swear to god, this is going to be damning to whatever Pixar movie comes. Actually, there is 
a next Disney anime movie coming this November, which is called Strange Worlds. And God knows what will happen. Is Disney going to decide to put it on Disney Plus and change its mind? Or will it stick in theaters? God knows. God freaking knows. Because it's coming out Thanksgiving weekend. And it's going to hopefully drag. I hope it's going to attract a lot of families coming. Then what Lightyear had to offer? Because I swear, it's damning. It's damning for Pixar's Lightyear to have that performance like that. And I'm hoping it would have legs enough. But, you know... We're going into July because there's a next anime movie coming and it's probably going to take away the families that want to go see Lightyear and want to go see something nostalgic. Yeah, I mean, we got Minions Rise of Gru, a despicable me nostalgic movie that kids probably saw back in the day. And I happen to be one of those people that I love when I was a kid. It could be a Steelers show and made probably will probably make bigger than what Lightyear did. That's coming out. And then we got Thor to coming up. Another Disney product film for Marvel. And I don't even know. But I'm going to say turning. I'm not turning. Um, Lightyear is probably going to be on Disney Plus the next following month. And it's going to probably be damning. I swear to God. This is all I'm going to say right now. Those are the major factors with Disney Plus is why. And it's crazy that I don't know about the families, man. It could be a nux factor right now. I don't know what to say. It sucked for this reasons and it's stupid. Okay. Damn it. Damn it. That's just all I really want to discuss, really. I got nothing to say, but this is what I really want to talk about. It's very important. So this is obviously a long episode I had to put out over, like, a review and over this. So honestly, I wish... I don't know what to say. That's all I'm going to say. I don't know how to say this, and that's all I'm going to say. It's pretty damning. I hope this won't concern to every other anime movies out there, but honestly, if it kills the moments to... Minions, if it kills the moments to Strange World or any Pixar's in future, will it be damning it? Oh my God, that's gonna decide what happens. If this is gonna, if Disney Plus is a factor, why it's going to be damning the box office? And Disney might as well just make Pixar movies, uh, putting all into dumping files on Disney Plus. That's it. That is all I'm gonna say right now, and I'm hoping it's not the case. All right, guys. Unfortunately, that's going to be the end of this episode, and it's pretty damning annoying to see a movie that is finally going to be on the big screen, courtesy of Disney and Pixar, unfortunately has to fall short underneath it. And again, it's pretty damning. I don't know what to say about that right now, but I'm hoping it doesn't damn the other movies like Minions, Disney Strange World, and most importantly, Pixar movies in general in the future, and I'm not sure what's going to really happen. So I hope this won't be damning to be the reason why Disney will choose Pixar's to go on Disney Plus. And I'm hoping this isn't going to affect the future because I think they would have great shots. But this film, unfortunately, didn't go to infinity beyond what they expected. So it's a mission failed. But <laughs> anyways, if you guys happen to enjoy my show overall, please go ahead. You know what to do. Follow and subscribe to the platform you are listening on right here, right now. 
And if you happen to listen on Apple Podcasts, I highly appreciate you guys leaving me a five-star slash feedback review off my show. I highly, greatly appreciate it. And don't forget to also follow and check out my social medias, which will, of course, it will be in the description. If you guys want to see me, what I'm up to, of course, you know what to follow. And that's a wrap for this now. I will be, I will be going to infinity and beyond out of this show. But until next time, guys, I'll be screaming you all at I scream, you scream for movies. Nailed it.